This is going to be a selfish podcast episode, so I <laughs> I hope you're ready. Welcome to the Happy Times Podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Joey Kidney. I am your host of this podcast. I am 27 years old. I live in Ottawa, Canada. I have been an author, poet, influencer for the past, oh gosh, 10 years of my life. And I've been doing this podcast for the last six years. And here we are. If you're new to this, if you do enjoy it, please leave a review. And if you're still here, well, thank you for being here. Now, if you follow me on any of my socials, then you would know that I recently did a series on my, uh, on my channels called Joey's Journey to Self-Love. And the first one got a lot of traction. The first one did, did quite well. And it, it was interesting to me because I find self-love is very advertised let's say it's very promoted it's very marketed it's it's influ- it's influenced at the end of the day uh, self-love is just like I guess like the influencers way of marketing to make it so you think that you need this in order to love yourself so then they can push a product on you which <laughs> I guess I, I talk a lot about self-love I talk a lot about self-help my my books are about self-help I make every video about self-help so I guess like people think that the same for me, but you know, I, I, I do it because this is the type of video that I needed when I was 16 that I needed when I was lost and I was lonely. And so that's why I do it. And so I can't speak for anybody else, but I know a lot of creators that that's, if they get a brand deal you, immediately, if you noticed, okay, they, they're just making something about self-care or self-love. And it's like this moisturizer I use every single day, it helps me take care of myself and love who I am. And it's just such an easy little advert. But I started this series because I wanted to get back into talking about myself and how I'm feeling. I feel like that's how I started out on social media. That's how I I, I just made videos and I fell in love with making videos. And it's not that I've been falling out of love while making videos, but I feel that I've been getting too educational and I've been telling people you know, how to fix things instead of telling them how I feel so that they can relate to me. And I wanted to invite you guys more into my life and into my emotions with this podcast, with this series. And I think, I think it's worked. And if you've, if you've watched it, you know that just lately I've been really struggling with my, my memory. I don't feel like I'm losing my memory. I just feel like I don't really remember things unless there's trauma (laughs) attached to it, which obviously is not my not my go-to, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's just kind of what it is. And the last episode that I talked about, yeah, I, I talked about going to a therapist. And I've, I've done therapy in the past. Like I did therapy when I was 16 years old. Um, back then I got a lot of brain injuries and I was diagnosed with like depression, anxiety, ADHD. So I went to, I went to a, um, a therapist and I had a really, really hard time. The therapist had a really thick accent. Uh, it was in a like strip mall, and <laughs> I just felt so disconnected from the entire thing. And I had a really, really, really hard time connecting or, or finding any just like emotional balance while in there. I felt like I was just saying words so she can write them down. And then the next time that I came in, I was just repeating what she had written down so that she could remember who I was. And that kind of, that just, that destroyed me. And then fast forward, I've done online therapy and 
it's been beneficial, but I, as an online creator, I feel like I would benefit more from in-person therapy because a lot of my trauma comes from the computer and online and speaking to strangers, which I feel like maybe there's not many influencers that have, that have spoken about that is that, you know, the support that we get is also in some form trauma. It's the same as like how your mother loves you, but how in the, in the future, if you ever have a therapy therapy session that the, the love that your mom gave you, there's also some trauma hidden in there. So the support that supporters give these creators, there's also trauma involved in that. And because there's a lot of self-doubt, I have a lot of self-doubt. Whenever I'm posting something, I have to think, okay, uh, now, which is crazy, I have a million followers on Instagram. Now, is are, are a million people going to understand this and take this in the way that I want them to? There's, there's a lot of self-doubt there. There's a lot of imposter syndrome. And I decided to go back to therapy because, not because I was getting any worse or not because I was, I was bad, but because I wanted to get better. And it's not because where I am right now is bad, if that makes sense to you. I feel like there's a lot of growth that I can do. There's a lot of understanding that I can do, but it's not because something traumatic has happened to me in my life right now. If you've been following along with this podcast and on social media and everything, you know that like I've I've been through a completely, I don't know, flipped upside down life for the past little bit as I've moved and re- turned into a contractor to renovate my house. And then now it's like semi done. It's like 50% done. So now I'm like getting back to normal life because it's livable and getting back into being an influencer and a creator and writing my books. And there's just like so many different things of, of who I am that I, I'm almost forgetting what I'm doing because I have 10 things on the go. I feel like it's just not memorable to me. And I take so much accountability for the, my actions and everything that I do. And I'm I'm so scared to, to fail that I keep moving on to do the next thing. And I really, really wanted to touch on that in, in therapy. So I decided to go and turns out nobody does in-person therapy anymore like it's so hard to get sessions and that sucks because that's I feel where I want to connect with people I'm an empath I want to be in a room with somebody and I'm, I'm telling you all this not because I'm like trying to sell you guys on therapy I started this out saying that like influencers influence people to do things and they use self-love and self-help to do that I'm not trying to do that right now I'm just trying to share my personal experience and on why I decided to do this journey And I think that's because a lot of people associate therapy with being bad, not trying to get better. Um, And that's actually something that the therapist said to me is like, majority of my patients lack accountability. You, (laughs) you're overqualified with accountability. And so I wanted to go over just like kind of how I found my therapist and, and, and why I chose to do it and how I got started and and just talk about kind of what we talked about in in the session. And so I I've tried the online services and I like I said I wanted to do in person. And so I I then tried like a askforhelp.ca thing where it would find me a therapist and they sent me you would fill out your form. You would write what you want to work on, you would write who you are, what trauma you've been through, blah, 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 blah. And then what you were looking for, whether it's virtual, the gender, all of the above. 
And I, I specifically wanted a female. Um, I, I find it's easier for me to talk to. And I, I find it there's like a form of nurture there. And I, I, I feel like I really feel comfortable talking to women. Um, yeah, that's just that's just who I am. And a lot of people feel more comfortable talking to men and learning more. And maybe maybe I should give it a try in the future. But uh, right now, I, I decided this was my path. And I wanted somebody that was not too old, not younger than me, a little bit older than me. And I, I found somebody. And I wanted them to be qualified. I didn't want them to be a social worker. Nothing wrong with social workers. They can be a little bit, um, a little bit cheaper for people. And, uh, yeah. So I, 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 I had these like small little things that I wanted to check off. And the first person that they sent me was $240 an hour for an individual session that wasn't even in person. And I just couldn't do that. I, 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 like, I'm sure they're very qualified. I'm sure they can, they can help. But for $240, that's not what I, I just don't have that money at all. Nowhere near that. Can I afford that? And then I, I wrote back and I was like, I'm sorry, this is not like the budget that I selected. And this is virtual. This is not what I wanted. And then they sent me another therapist and they were $170 and again, virtual. And I just wrote back and being like, this is not what I want. So I've, I've tried those will select for you methods and it, it just didn't work for me. It could work for you. It did not work for me at all. And then I just looked up my location and I'm in Ottawa and I looked up Ottawa therapy and I found, I won't tell you exactly the place that I, that I found, um, just for some confidentiality, but I did find a place and they just had a, had a, a whole like repertoire of therapists that they have. They have everything from like very qualified they have people that do couples therapy. They have people that, you know, are social workers that are a little bit cheaper and they just had a lot of people that were, that were very qualified and that what I was looking for. And so instead of putting in what I wanted or what I was looking for and then somebody following up with the with the results I was able to actually just search on their site to look through their therapist so if you're in a if you're in a, a place that allows you to to do that and if you search up your city so I search up Ottawa therapy and then you are able to get um, like an institution basically that provides a lot of therapists and like they can be work from home, but they can also go into this office and, and, and do their counseling. I feel like that's a really good option because you're going to get a lot of options, a lot of options of therapists. And I was able to find two that I really, that I really thought I would like connect with. One was still studying and I, I emailed, I emailed one that was still studying and then one with, well, it was very qualified. The one that's still studying was a little bit cheaper and I was like, maybe I should do the cheaper end. And, uh, and, and then go from there. Um, but I decided after reaching out to them, they both replied and they said, one of them was like, I don't have any spots for in-person. And I also don't have any spots for online right now until the new year. And I was like, I feel like I want to do this before the new year, because when the new year comes, I, there's going to be a, an influx of people trying to get therapy. This happy times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. 
Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. And so I put that aside and I went to the other therapist and they said, I can do online right now until the spot opens up in the new year for in person. And I thought that was a really good option. And the price difference was $40. Yeah. So the price for therapy is $150 is what I'm paying right now. And it is online. And I guess the way that I'm I think, I think I wish therapy, this is not any bash to any therapist. You're very qualified. You've studied and you know what I mean? I I wish online therapy was just even $10 cheaper. I wish it was a fraction cheaper than going into an in-person because, you know, there, there's gas money you got to pay for. They're, they have to rent the studio. They have to, all of these things. I feel like there's not as many hurdles to pay for when doing online therapy for the therapist. I could be very, very wrong. And if I am wrong, please somebody DM me and like, and, and let me know. But I feel like if it was like, if I'm paying 150 for an in-person session, maybe like 135 or like 140 would be a really, really good option for online. But I get it. They, they're going to get that sale anyway, so they're not going to make it any cheaper. So I understand that. So I chose to do the online sessions, a therapist for 150 of the online sessions and then hopefully going in person. And the first session went really great, but I always have a hard time talking to therapists because like the, the first session is always, you're explaining your life story and you're like bouncing in a hundred like different directions and you feel like you're not even getting your point across. And so I, I left that, that I guess skipping to the end, I left that, I guess, interview interaction at first meeting feeling like I didn't necessarily get too much out of it. And I guess it's because I went in with the expectation like, oh, I'm going to feel great after talking about things or I'm going to cry or something. And I just, I, I didn't feel that way. I kind of felt like jumbled because I just talked about something that I know, don't normally talk to in such a weird way because I was like jumping all over. I was talking about my childhood. Then I was talking about my now and then my past. And then I was just all over the place. But I think that's how you have to do it in order to, for somebody to get to know you quickly and quickly enough to, to help you. And so the, I wanted to go over kind of like what I talked about in, in that in, in a broad way. So that's, you know, I can still keep something personal to myself. But the one thing that I, I had a really hard time with this past week is I have a really hard time with celebrating myself. And that's because like, I, I grew up with, uh, people around me that would always say congratulations but or good job or I'd show them a video and they'd be like good job but like why don't you do it this way and so there was always a but and so I just felt like it was always an inconvenience for me to show people anything or celebrate anything and when I was hitting a million on Instagram I was ready to celebrate I I told myself that you know I I want to celebrate this year. I want to say thank you to people when they congr- congratulate me. I want to make this a big deal. I, if somebody throws me a party, I'm, I'm not going to 
I'm not going to like cry about it or get mad about it because usually I get really mad. I get really frustrated with it. And I was trying not to do that this year. Um, and I hit a million. And uh, <laughs> the day that I hit a million, no one noticed. No one noticed at all. I didn't get one message. Uh, and it sucked. It sucked. And I think it's because I built it up in my head. Um, and I, I honestly, I just should have said thank you for a million to, to everyone. And then people would have congratulated me. But I didn't want to go that road. I wanted to be noticed. That's, at the end of the day, I wanted to be noticed. I had a million followers. I wanted a million people to say congrats. Um, no one did until the next day when I posted about it. And then, and then people did. And I was very grateful. But I had a really, really hard day that time because I went out of my comfort zone to, to feel something and I I wasn't able to feel it and then when people did say thank you to me I, I was I was really hurt and I didn't say thank you back and so I bring this up because I talked about it in my therapy session and the one thing that she caught me on was I said I should have just said thank you to people instead of making like getting frustrated or telling people how I like how I felt and I was disappointed and stuff like that. Um, and she said, you should not say I should have replaced the, I should have with, I chose to, and it's okay. So instead of me saying, I should have suggested said, thank you, change it. I chose to respond with how I responded. I'm not going to tell you exactly how I responded, but, and that's okay. And that is something that I need to implement into my daily life because there's a lot of times where I say that I, sh I should have, I should have, I should have. Because shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know? It's a place of guilt and it's a place of fear. and we, didn't, we don't need to go back there. There's this post that I also saw from uh, kind of like jumping on the same topic of like therapy and, and advice. Uh, Mel Robbins is one of my favorite, one of my favorite people in the world and she gives great advice. And one of the things that she she posted the other day was called the, like the let them theory. And it's where you stop like placing yourself accountable for somebody else's actions and you let them. And I have a really, really hard time with that. I have a really, really hard time with that. I, I put myself accountable for majority of the things because I'm a, I'm a pretty good problem solver. I've made it through a lot of shit in my life and I feel like I'm, I'm decent at getting through it. And so when something goes wrong, I rather me just take care of it than watch somebody hurt themselves or, or hurt the people around them or be stressed. And I'm just like, okay, I'll just take it on. I'll just do it. Or if like I've had a really stressful day and like people don't empty the, unload the dishwasher or do a task that they were supposed to do, you know, I just tell myself like, like I'm just going to do it. I'm tired of relying on people. I'm, I'm just going to, I'll do it. And then they can be happy and they're not going to have to do it. And then we're all going to be happy. And so this let them theory put me down. It sat me down like so hard because it just made me realize that, you know, I need to let people be accountable for their own actions. And I'm allowed to be upset about it. I'm allowed to, you know, show my emotions on how I feel, even if I'm upset with them. Right? Because then we go and we fall into the, I should have done this. When it's like, no, I chose to not do it and it's okay because I need to let them. And so I kind of like combined those two things from the therapy session and a video from Mel Robbins on, on just, uh, you know, to put me at ease because I, I, I left this conversation with my therapist feeling a little, just like a little empty, like a little unsolved. And so I think at the end of like any therapy session, if you're ever to do one, kind of give yourself homework, 
if your therapist doesn't give you homework, which I, I don't think is the right thing to do, like that just puts us back into the, the school perspective. I think as a therapist, you're just supposed to make people think, think about themselves and kind of remember the conversation that you had. And I think that's super important. And so what I did was I combined these two things. And I think that's how I'm able to remember the conversation. I wrote it down in my little notebook and you know, that's all I have on this page for this podcast is I should have into, I chose to, and it's okay. That's all I have written down. And we've been talking for 20 minutes. And so it just goes to show that little things you can remember. And that's my goal is to be able to remember. So I want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you're thinking about doing therapy, I hope that this gave you a little bit of insight into, you know, the, the, the price of it. And I told you that, you know, social workers are a little bit cheaper than, you know, your, your classic therapist that's a little bit more qualified and has more degrees and studied more and everything like that. Right. So you can, you can find good therapists and they don't have to be $250 an hour. Um, they don't have to be $150 an hour. They could be 90, they could be a hundred. You know, there's also a lot of people that do sliding scale where you can ask them to pay in a sliding scale and, you know, what you can. And as somebody that doesn't have insurance, that's really beneficial. Um, but I, I didn't choose a therapist that had a sliding scale. And I also haven't asked because I, I, I am able to pay for it. And I think we also have to put in our minds that, okay, we're paying how much on subscription services to Netflix, Prime, and all of this stuff? Like, we can afford to take care of ourselves. And it's not because an influencer said it, and it's not because anybody said it, it's because we need it. And therapy is beneficial. And I can't wait to continue to share this journey with you. And I hope this provided some insight into this world that is so scary and seems so bad even though it's supposed to help us get better but everybody only goes into therapy because they're worse i'm not worse i'm just trying to get better so thank you very much for listening to this podcast thank you very much to everyone who ordered the book you guys are absolutely amazing my new book take your time and hurry up which is a self-help book that i wrote of course of three years about every emotion that i face through every experience that i face it is my my love, my joy, my everything. And I've been dedicating books for the last few days and my hand is so numb. Like, you know how you have a finger or you have an imprint on your uh, pinky from holding your thumb, uh, holding your phone. I have that on like my fingertips because I've been writing so much and it's the best problem to have. So thank you very much. And the last little thing that I want to give to you guys today is if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy listening to me talk in an open way, but maybe you want to hear me talk to somebody else. Well, I have a new podcast coming out with my friend, Matthias James Barker, and we are going to be talking to one another and just have an open and real conversation. And it's going to be called These Guys Need Therapy. And if you follow me on Instagram or follow at These Guys Need Therapy on Instagram, we will definitely keep you in tune for when we drop the newest podcast. We are still working out some kinks, but we're hoping that it could be before Christmas or early in the new year. But I'm really, really excited for that. This is the first time I've really talked about it. I've only been hinting at it. So I can't wait for you to listen to that. And thank you very much for listening to this. Anyways, stay you, stay beautiful, and I'll talk to you later.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.